welcome to the Awesome Life Podcast for women in transition looking for simple ways to live and love life with awesome energy, joy, prosperity, and freedom, all without drugs. And now here is your awesomeness host, Karen Stoltz. Okay, so hey, welcome back. Welcome to the Awesome Life Podcast. I'm Karen Stoltz, your host, and I'm here today with Huey Lynn. As I do with all of my guests, Huey and I had a virtual coffee before I invited her to join us. She has an amazing story that actually transformed a lot of the way she is and thinks and feels. She has a huge heart. So I knew that she would be the perfect guest for our listeners. Huey will never forget the day when at age 32, she finally reconciled her emotional brokenness that triggered off in childhood. And from this point on, her whole life turned around. She had a a strange rheumatism that actually started in her teens and it spontaneously disappeared. Her relationships with her family Friends and workplace got increasingly harmonious. And isn't that what we want? More awesomeness. She found a new home in one of the most expensive cities in the world, Toronto, Canada. And life actually became enjoyable, even in the mundane moments. So welcome, welcome. She is leading an awesome life. And so Huey... Tell us more about how this all occurs. Tell us more of your story, my God. (laughs) Wow, Karen. Um, Thank you in the first place for having me here. It's it's wonderful to be with you and to be with your awesome awesome audience. (laughs) (laughs) They are awesome. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I really appreciate that we have this common ground in us that a life can be awesome and can be enjoyable. And so I guess my story really is, is about how I transformed my life from, um, from being really unhappy <laughs> to be fulfilled, to being fulfilled by really transforming my emotions, kind of like one at a time. So it's not really about, you know, the doing part of things. Like you set your goals, for example, I want to have um, a promotion. I want, to have, um, I want to have a 50% increase in my salary, which I, mean, I did. But, you know, I, I, do, I do set goals, right? <laughs> but there's a difference between setting goals just out of habitual thinking, out of the pressure of thinking that this is what you must do in order to be deemed good by society versus versus coming back to oneself and really feeling for yourself what is what will work what will be what will you truly be at peace with i think that's the real starting point and i discovered that the starting point is really important when i was going through a really um tough phase in my life so um i mean I had gone through success via, I mean, external material success via setting goals and doing the right things. And, and I wasn't exactly happy and I actually got more depressed uh, versus my turnaround, the real transformation of, of 
you know, um, starting from depression, which is like a ground zero, but having materially, being materially um, comfortable, <laughs> but nobody would have guessed that to from the depression state ground zero to being truly at peace with where I am, with who I am every single day. I think that is a real, um, for me, I know if I pass away today, I'm sorry, um, I'll be really happy. Yeah. So you, you have no regrets. No regrets and always not looking at, the, at life from a point of will I regret this, but from a point of will this, will this bring me joy? Will this bring me more happiness, more peace in my heart? And is this peace something that I can, that is mine? Or is this a, a kind of peace that I think other people will have? So it's a very different um, point of view when we, when we see, when we think, for, truly, think truly for ourselves. Is this really for my heart? Does my heart say yes to me for this that I want? Versus, is it, my, is it just my mind? Is it my, my, um, the, the part of me that wants to look successful in other people's eyes so that I can, be, can, I can look elevated in the, in the society? I mean, we, we have to learn to differentiate that part of us, those two parts of us, in order to be truly, 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 deeply happy, forever happy. The feeling of being forever happy in the present moment. Yeah, yeah. And you really did that. You went through, you did everything that uh, we're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, go to school, you went to some amazing universities, you have an amazing background. Tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so in terms of my educational background and where I grew up, so I, I was born in Singapore. And, um, <laughs> and to be, to be very honest, um, I, my childhood wasn't the kind that I, I thought I was very, um, blessed with, uh, like, um, compared with my peers. So I was always comparing, you know, doing that comparisonitis when studying from childhood. For sure. <laughs> that I, comparisonitis, <laughs> don't we? We're, we're, we're taught that. <laughs> yeah, we're taught that, right? As a means. And so, that's the worst thing yeah. we can do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I went through all of that. And um, so I did go to good schools and go to good schools in Singapore. And then my, my father actually presented me with this opportunity uh, when I was um, about 14 years old. And so he said, Huey, how about, would you like to go overseas to study um, for your university? I said, I jumped at it right away. I, I was so happy. And, but what I didn't tell him was, yes, you know why? <laughs> because I want to escape <laughs> from Singapore. Home. I want to get away from home. I never told him that. And I hope he doesn't ever hear this podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> that I'm sorry if you do, but, <laughs> but, I, but I love you and, and I love mom and I love everybody. And, love <laughs> and so the, the thing is when, you know, as, as a child and I couldn't see past what, what my parents were thinking, what they wanted us, um, how they were protecting me. And so the childhood that I grew up, um, the kind of conditions I grew up, it was not bad at all. It's just that I, I was just, I just had very few toys. Um, and I think um, my mom was, she was, they were both very strict. And I think because of my background, um, ethnically Chinese background, you know, the way to, to, um, to grow a kid into a good human being was to not give them too much. 
Don't spoil them. Never spoil spoil your children. Yeah, don't spoil them. Don't tell them. Don't give them too much encouragement. Don't let it get into their heads. Uh, And so I grew up thinking that feeling good about myself was a really bad thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so, so I, was, I was so happy jumping at the opportunity to go to the States. So, um, <laughs> so I, and eventually I graduated from Williams College in Massachusetts. And um, at 14 years old, you went to Williams College in Massachusetts? At, at 16 years old, I went to another college before I transferred over to Williams. Oh, I see. So, so yeah. So I was actually starting off in a philanthropic school. Uh, for women, a liberal arts college called Cotty College in Missouri. And uh, yeah, and I love it. I mean, it's, it's very dear to my heart. And, and then I transferred to what was formerly an all-male school, <laughs> but it became co-ed. So anyway, yeah, it was Women's College. So, <laughs> and after that, um, I uh, went back to Singapore and I thought, well, what am I doing here? I think... Uh, I want to escape again. So I, I used the excuse of wanting to do a master's to go to Australia. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know consciously then that that was really my excuse, right? But looking back, that was really my excuse. So I didn't tell my father that, of course, that I was going to escape again because all this is very subconscious. So, and sometimes so, we don't e- we're yeah. not even aware, are we, of what's going on in our subconscious. We're just following telling us without even knowing that true isn't that so true because at that time going overseas to the u.s australia to the uk to study was like you know deemed a very good thing (laughs) in asia so you know (laughs) so yeah i took it as my 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 good reason right and and then after after my education in australia um, having my master's in biotechnology Actually, I, I had the opportunity to, I was thinking, should I stay on in Australia? I love Australia. I love Sydney. Um, I know it will be easy for me to get a job and to get my, um, get a permanent residentship there. Um, but, I, and I, I, but I had to face myself. I, I couldn't ignore this nagging feeling that I was really running away. You know, it was surfacing from my subconscious to my conscious level. And so I, I couldn't run away from my own truth anymore. I couldn't run away from the fact that I knew what I was running away from my own um, fear of going back to, um, to, the, to face my own childhood so-called um, unhappiness. So yeah, the fact is that um, because my, my, my parents had um, different ways of thinking and so when they when they talked about it, it wasn't just a conversation. So it was usually a very charged uh, yeah. uh, way of, of talking. Now, so, a lot of people uh, would deal with that situation with uh, compensate with drugs or alcohol, you know, some sort of tranquilizer. I'm seeing my parents and it's going to be charged. So I'm going to take my... Lexapro or whatever Valium, you know, to calm down. But you didn't do that, did you? I didn't, yeah. I felt very strongly, even though I went to a psychiatrist eventually, and he did uh, say that I was um, clinically depressed. And it was so funny because at that time I was working for Black Sisney Fund, and they were working, <laughs> and they were producing 
one of the top antidepressants. <laughs> so, and so I went to the psychiatrist and he's, he pulled out this brochure. He said, look, have you seen this brochure? I said, well, I do know that I exist, but I don't work in that department. I work for another product. But, and the reason why I chose to work with the vaccines department was because I believe more in prevention than in, in cure. I mean, I, know, I believe in both, but I do feel it's, I believe in both, but it's more important to prevent uh, a disease than to have it happen and then find ways to treat it. It's so much more of a hassle. <laughs> so I've always been in the, at that time, I was very into prevention of, um, of disease through um, vaccines, through what I knew in, through my education. Yeah. So that was me then. So, but, so when I met with this very nice, warm-hearted psychiatrist, I, I mean, I love him. I, I really do. He's so, he's so understanding. Um, and then I asked him, how long is it going to take for me to get better? He says, it all depends. He was very honest with me. He didn't say, oh, you know, take this drug and you'll be better in three, three months. No, he just told me, it all depends. And then he says, you take this drug and then you see what happens. And it depends on what you do. And, and while I appreciated that honest conversation, there was a part of me that just couldn't ignore the knowing inside that there must be another way. So I, I just said, um, so I said, okay, um, you know, let me think about it. Um, and then I, I just went about my own way after that. And I found some, some ways of, you know, of treating myself without any medication. That is fantastic. So what, what ways uh, do you have any tips for how people can feel better? And, and really look at their life with a different set of eyes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, this is what we're all here for, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> this is the work that we, we give, we offer based on our own experience. So again, very happy to be on your podcast here. We're so, so glad you're here. <sighs> yeah, couldn't, couldn't be more blessed. And yeah, I, so there was, after, so even though I had, said I'll go about my own way. I think the real starting point for me wasn't, wasn't quite about the method so much as, as the determination that um, I'm gonna take responsibility for my own self, for my own emotions, for so my you everything. Took, you took responsibility. Yes, you didn't take then, blame, you took responsibility. Yes, for the crap, the absolute crap that I was feeling. I, it felt crap to be accepting that I created crap. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> to say that, you know, I, I, don't, I don't swear. Uh, so I hope these are not strong words. But, um, but yeah, it, it, was, it, was really, um, it was really disturbing for me to realize that during one moment that, that in order for me to feel better, I, to feel better for good, and not just temporarily better, and not just see a movie and be better for one minute. <laughs> and was to really was to really realize that it was me who had to take responsibility for my own thoughts, my own behavior, my own emotions. So that's really the key. Um, everything else will follow. All the other methods that that um, that I share or that I hear that. Um, but I think other people share the work for them. I think what works is the intention. Like you say, you know, intention is everything. Mm. So the moment we really intend to help ourselves and not say, 
okay, I'm only going to get better if somebody in so-and-so behaves better. I'm only going to get better. I'm only going to feel more peaceful if the situation um, conforms to what I think is more ideal for me. Yeah. So when you take responsibility, you're able to say, okay, I am the one that can make the change. Isn't that true? I am the Isn't one that, so true? that, and when you change inside, the world changes around you. Exactly. Because and, the two, and, yes. And it, it's usually, you know, a lot of people don't change inside because they're afraid of what might happen around them. But usually what happens mm -hmm. is life just gets better. <laughs> absolutely, Karen. Isn't it true? It, it is so cool, isn't it? I isn't love it? that. It is that. I love yeah. that. So yeah, what sorts absolutely. of things, but it's awfully hard. I mean, a lot of people, including myself, have taken um, responsibility, but it's actually blame. Mm. I've taken the blame. And I started doing that when I was a little, little kid. And, and I said, well, you know, I'll take responsibility, but I only, I took responsibility for everybody. Right. That's, a, that's also, that's a, that's a bit, um, it's related. Yeah. It's, it's definitely related, but when we, uh, but it's also emotionally a little bit, um, how is it? there are two separate things because yes, we have responsibilities of life. Like, and we also take responsibility. We may feel bad for somebody when we, when um, something happens to them, uh, we want them to be happy. Um, that kind of responsibility, like we feel for, especially for our family members, or that um, we feel responsible for how things uh, are just panning out for someone else because we felt we were contributing to their happiness. And to, to that, I, I think we also, um, I, I will come back to the same point of taking responsibility for how you feel when things don't go well for your own family member whom you thought you, whom you feel you have responsibility for. It's always, it's a very hard practice. I have to say it's very hard, but it's very rewarding because you then, we then shift from, uh, we're not taking blame, for um, for the times when some we're not taking credit or blame when something goes right or wrong, but the point is that if, when we take responsibility for our own emotions, our own actions, whatever we do is always going to be in the highest interest of yourself and everybody. So we're always uh, putting our so-called best foot forward, and we're being honest with ourselves. Can we do it, or can we not? If somebody says, "Can you come?" come over to help me, Maybe, you know, instead of always saying yes, because, you know, we're nice people, <laughs> we like to help people whenever we can, uh, we like to oblige, um, we always like to go out of our way to, to help somebody, right? But um, when we take responsibility for our own emotions, I think we become more aware, the awareness grows about, so if I take responsibility for how I find you, maybe at this moment, I can't really help, um, I can't really help, um, Susan now because um, um, I have this other commitment to, to look into right now. So, you know, instead of um, 
we, we might want to say no, but we may also want to really do it. So instead of saying no, we may then think, what is another idea? So, oh, Susan, I don't think, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't think I can help you right this moment, but maybe I can do it at some other time, and maybe I can't give the whole thing, but I can give you one hour to get it started, or I can think of somebody else. So, you know, some, some other alternatives will come. Mm -hmm. uh, you can always say, um, we can, we will, when we take responsibility, we're also giving ourselves a bit of pause. We'll, we will learn to give ourselves pause when needed and say, I, can I come back to you? It was very hard for me. It was very difficult for me to say no, for me to take pause um, before I had learned to take full responsibility. So that is a, a great tip, that to, to take a pause, uh, to take a breath and not automatically say yes or no, yeah. but maybe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or, maybe. Or just take a pause and, and take a deep breath, allow yourself, and think of what your intention is by giving them the answer that you give them. Perfect. Yes, I'm so, I'm so with you there. I'm and, so with you there. That, that yeah. pause allows that, yes. doesn't it? Yes. Just, yes. All right. I, I know my normal operandi is to say, yes, yes, I want to help you because I'm a good person and I'm from my heart and I care about you and I want to help because that's what women in general like to do. Yes. But yeah. then you, it gets to the point where you, get there and you say, dang, I had so many other things. I had other plans. Why did I do this? And then it becomes almost a resentment and you start beating yourself up for saying yes, when you should have said no, or maybe. <laughs> so that's a great tip okay. is taking pause. And, and, you know, I think we, we all know this, yeah, taking pause. I'm also taking pause right now. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess the thing is we do know all these things about taking pause. It's, it's the remembrance to do so, the conscious reminder to do so. And, and so it is something that we, in the initial phase of any transformation, there is a bit of like a pushback from our old habits expect a bit of pushback, but your intention is what's going to really lead, lead us forward, isn't it? And our intention for wanting to, to be more expanded, to be more, as you said, awesome, to be more, to enjoy our lives, it's going to just going to keep us forward. So keep that intention for sure. Yeah. Of, of you know, of wanting to be, wanting to feel lighter, wanting to be more at peace. Always keep that in so and know then your will bring intention. us the reminders. Yeah. And then uh, that will bring us, that will always help us to remember to pause and to apply all these useful, great tools that are out here for you to use. Do you have any other um, tips that you might be able to share for uh, overcoming that automatic yes or... Um, just feeling better. What other things did you yeah. do to finally recognize? 
So yeah, that's, that's a great question. There were many, many things, but so I, I'm, I was just sharing the, the crux of what's um, it's, so the method is one thing, but the intention is very important. This is the root, it builds the foundation of whatever method you're going to use. It's going to bring the method um, into you know, a new level of, of it working for you. Because if your, your intention is just, for example, um, some people use um, the, the gift of, of the gap <laughs> to say, I say, right, to manipulate others. Some mm. people use it to express themselves so authentically that uh, it helps other people to, to sit up and listen and change. So it depends on how you use your voice and it depends on how you use your gifts. So uh, become very, I guess, I guess some of the tips that I can share, there's so many. <laughs> um, but the thing, the main thing is be very um, intentional about how you're going about your journey. Um, why you are going about your journey? Is it um, are you are you starting your journey because you feel um, yes you might feel like you're lacking in something? Then in that case, when you choose a method, be become very aware whether um, when you choose a method to use to transform your life, is it coming from a space of lack or is it coming from a space of wholeness? So. Be, become very aware, become very honest with yourself. Oh, for example, that's powerful. Somebody, if somebody says, um, for example, if you hear, oh, we can, we can become abundant by repeating this, these affirmations. For example, it is my right to be wealthy. Okay, so, so for example, take this affirmation. This affirmation is actually neutral. <laughs> but whether it works for for this, uh, for any particular person or not, depends on where, what they feel about the topic in the first place. So, for example, if they feel wealth, um, wealth is only about money. And um, for example, if they say if the affirmation is not only about wealth but about uh, money comes to me easily, for some people it can really shoot themselves in the foot <laughs> because if all their life. They've had this opposite thinking that money doesn't come to me easily. I have to work for it. Then, even if they find a $50 note on the floor, they're not going to pick it up. Good point. Or they may not see it. Because it wasn't hard. You have it wasn't hard. Hard. Yeah, exactly. they, they, you have to work for it, yes, but you have to work hard. <laughs> exactly. So in their minds, they're not going to stay, even if they did see it, um, they may not, they won't pick it up because they don't feel deserving of it. <laughs> or they so, might pick it up and give it right away. Just right. Away. Exactly. So, you know, it's not going to stay with them. So, so we, we have to know where we stand on any given topic uh, before we change. <laughs> so for, in, for the topic of, uh, say, uh, money, for example, or wealth, then... If we want to practice the affirmation of money comes to me easily, feel for ourselves first. Is that true? <laughs> is that something that can be true? It's not, it's not only about is it true, but is it something that I can feel comfortable saying? If I say it and it, doesn't, it just doesn't jive, it just doesn't feel right, then don't say it. Don't use this method. You could, use, you could say it a hundred gazillion times and it isn't going to make a bit of difference. Yeah, in fact, you may actually 
<laughs> actually counter, really counterproductive. Counterproductive. And then, <laughs> and then you may give up altogether and say affirmations are no use. Uh, but it's not true. <laughs> it depends on what you're saying to yourself and how comfortable you're saying that. Is there another um, program running inside of us, underlying, um, you know, like, is there a self-sabotaging program that says, okay, I'm going to try out this affirmation. Money comes easy to me. But behind that, you're going to be like, is there some part of us that say, yeah, right. Uh, like, okay, I prove it to me. I'm going to try. I'm going to test this out. It has never been true for me. But okay, prove it to me, <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you're going to be challenging it in this way and you're, you're just, um, if it is just going to be like a, a form of um, sarcasm, don't even bother. It's not going to work for you. <laughs> you're, you might actually fall flat on your face. Sorry to say that. But, well, but, I, wonder, I wonder if you can rephrase it yeah, so it can work for you. So, you know, money comes to me easily. Uh, no, it doesn't. I hear that. It that if I had, if it came to me easily, I'd be sitting here rolling in money, right? Right. Uh, so it, listen to that, and the affirmation is never going to work. Right. But if you can rephrase it a little bit of to make it true for you, is that what you're saying? Exactly. Be authentic about it for you. Yes. So maybe something like. Um, Maybe money hasn't come to me easily in the past, but the past is the past. And now I'm moving towards making it come to me easily. Yes, something. If it feels if that is something that sits well with you, yeah. yes, that, that's it. That's it. So, so it really, you become very aware of um, every time you, you want to try a new tool. Um, just, just be aware. Does it feel good for you? Yeah. Um, if not, you know, well, we can always uh, find ways to, to tweak it, but not find another tool. Yeah. 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 So pause before mm -hmm. answering. And mm -hmm. that can be true for any question, any question at all, right? Not it's just so yes true. or no questions. It's so true. It's beautiful. It's, this pause is like a gift. And, and know your intention and set your intentions. That's right, isn't it? And uh, feel good yeah. about the intentions that you set. Yes, it has to, everything that, that we do in transformation has to feel, it has to sit right, you know, inside of us. There's some level of us that may, they may not feel right, but that's, a, if it's just a small percentage, we can, of course, there's work to be done for us to get to the full comfort zone. We're going to be, always exploring our new comfort zones, our new comfort zones. But in the meantime, um, be, be comfortable with this, with this uh, new possibilities, with this um, you know, new, new affirmation that you have tweaked to make it right for you. Once you can feel comfortable with that, yeah, you're on your way. <laughs> you're on your way. Oh, it, that is wonderful. It really is. Um, and, and the affirmations, um, Oh, well, affirmations-wise, there's so many things. So in terms of money, for example, I think uh, if let's say, it's just using, I'm just using as, as an example of how we can tweak affirmations to, like, that's how what we've been doing to 
how we can tweak affirmations so that it suits better with us. So if, if money, if let's say um, this whole tweaking of money is, is just not feeling right, then maybe just um, we, can, we can view money as a form of, of wealth and we can think of wealth in a lot, in a broader sense, like um, how are we wealthy now? Like we're wealthy in our health, rich, we're rich in our health, we're rich in our, um, the way in our relationships with so-and-so, so-and-so. I mean, there must be somebody in some aspect that we feel um, abundance about, abundant about in our relationship, you know, a wealth of connection, for example. Okay. Oh, that's great. One of my, one of my coaches actually, um, you know, most coaches suggest writing a gratitude journal. But this coach was my money coach. And she always said, I feel rich rather than a gratitude journal. It was an I feel rich journal. Oh, so I feel rich because I woke up to sunshine today. Yes. I feel rich because I got invited to a party today. I feel rich because I had a really good dinner today. Very cool, isn't it? Yeah, all that we're enriched. We feel enriched by da da da. Fill in the blanks. Exactly. Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, Huey, uh, we're coming to the end of our time, but how can people get in touch with you? Well, you know, I have. I thought because of the topics that we might be covering, um, and because of. <laughs> Uh, the kind of audience that um, might be listening into the podcast who are already awesome and might be wanting to know how to tap in into more of the awesomeness inside. Uh, we as human beings, you know, we go through some, sometimes uh, we're not always up and, and, you know, in order to, to get up from where you are, <laughs> uh, sometimes we, you know, there are faster ways these days. So I just wanted to share one of my favorite ways yeah. Um, and it came for me one day. Um, so I, I thought if I could offer this, <laughs> people can just help themselves. Oh, so nice. I love that. So how can they? Well, just uh, let's go to, uh, so what I did was I prepared an audio in 11 minutes. Um, minutes. It's kind of like a guided meditation. It's just a guided narration for me as to how you can raise your vibrations step by step. Oh, one step by step. And you're not even going to feel any of this stuff. It's, it's just going to be so natural. And um, so if you just go, if anyone can just go to www.nourishyoursoulnow.com. You can nourish, see all the details. Nourishyoursoulnow.com. That's right, .com. That's oh, right. fantastic. Oh, and you can get uh, Huey's free gift there, uh, an 11-minute meditation or uplifting because we all need our vibrations lifted that's the, the higher the vibration in the world the better the world can be right that is not so yes so that's so nourish your nourish your soul dot com oh, sorry it's, it's nourish your soul now dot com <laughs> sorry that's awesome. a now there awesome <laughs> Well, that is very generous of you. And uh, if they wanted to get in touch with you and uh, learn more about you, how would they do that? You can find me at my website at dot, 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 
shiftandshine.com. Shift, shift and shine. And shine. I'm sorry, it's shiftandshine.net. I'm sorry, now it's a bit confusing. So for the freebie, I'd say just go to www.nourishyoursoulnow.com. And if you want to just hang out with me on my online home, my home is on www.shiftandshine.net. Wonderful, shiftandshine.net. And um, is there anything else that you... Uh, Wanted to, any last word that you would like to share with people before we go? Justin, I just want to let everyone know you are all beautiful already. You're all already, we're already beautiful and complete. It's time to recognize that and to embrace that and enjoy yourself as the beauty that you are. That is what awesomeness is all about. Recognize that beauty inside because we're all beautiful. Oh, Huey, Lynn, thank you so much for joining me today. And thank uh, you, Karen, for this wonderful time together. Um, I, I, just, I just feel so blessed for the abundance of connection that we have. Indeed, and, and indeed. Sharing our, hearts, our hearts are connected. And yes. that's what namaste is, is it? Uh, that's right. So namaste. Well, uh, namaste. Bye-bye for now.